Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. And I'm Roger Maynus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kissel with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Good not, afternoon. Not for much longer. Yeah, 48 <laughs> hours. <laughs> Thomas, you're leaving us. What the heck? Yeah, I'm leaving. On to bigger, I, on to bigger and brighter things. Big and brighter things, yes. What are you, you going to be doing? Uh, I'm going to work. Uh, I keep working in the um, chamber world. So um, I'm joining the uh, German-American Chamber of Commerce for the Southern United States. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Do you speak German? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I learned it going to school in East Cartersville, you know. <laughs> I think that was East Germany you grew up in. We've talked about That's before. Right. Well, we're going to miss you, Thomas. I just wanted to say that. But the show continues. Um, you know, after you're gone, because this is a chamber show. It's not the Thomas Kislet show, despite no, the fact that you think no. it is. <laughs> or Roger Manis show, right? <laughs> right. But uh, we built something nice here over the last couple of years, I think. You we, know? So, uh, we really should have our yes. own morning radio show. We do, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the comedy yeah. stylings of Thomas uh-huh. and Roger. Uh, anyway, we got a great show today. we got great guests. Uh, so, Thomas, would you, would you introduce our chamber members, please? Absolutely. We have... Uh, Sociologist, psychologist, hypnotist. We have everything here today, so it's going to be a fun show. Uh, three uh, uh, organizations or companies here today, and uh, I begin with the lady across from me. Lisa Frank is the manager of hospitality and events at Kingston Downs. Can't wait to hear all about Kingston Downs. And then we have Shane Clements. Uh, he is a clinical hypnotherapist for Northwest Georgia Coaching. And then uh, we have a duo here. We have uh, Lynn Rousseau and Claudia Navichoki. <laughs> Hospitality house room. Well, I got to know uh, Claudia's name because she is one of our ambassadors. So uh, she is uh, helping us with, you know, ribbon cuttings and events. And uh, we are we uh, happy and glad to have you on board as an ambassador. Hello, yeah. everybody. Hi there. Um, after the show, remind me to double check the spelling of y'all's names for social media. Usually I do that before we get started, but when Thomas pronounced your name there, it's like, oh, I need to make sure I spell that right. <laughs> so everybody welcome. So, uh, Lynn and Claudia, we're going to start with you guys because Lisa said, don't start with her. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, uh, it's welcome. True. Uh, how, how are you? Tell us a little bit about the hospitality, hospitality house for women, please. Sure. I'll start that. Um, Hospitality House for Women is the domestic violence provider here for Roman Floyd County. It's a 27-bed shelter. We've been around since 1978. We also have outreach services for people who don't necessarily need to come into shelter, but they just might need temporary protective orders, um, financial assistance, counseling. It's Our target population is women and children who have been um, victims of domestic violence. Okay, and what is your role there? I'm the executive director. Okay, and Claudia, what is your role there? I am the prevention um, outreach coordinator, so I do everything outside the shelter. So like she was saying, all the outreach um, services that goes through me. Um, So I get to um, help out people in the community that doesn't necessarily need the shelter part. So it's, it's not just providing a place to go. It's providing services outside the scope. So, so like legal, things like that. We don't, we don't provide attorneys, but we do have a legal advocate. So there we go. when somebody's trying to leave an abusive situation, they'll often get a protective order. And so we can help them walk through that process because it's a, it's a complicated court process. There's two parts to it. You have to go talk to the judge by yourself. 
and you come back and you have a full hearing with the other party there. So it's not something we victims will want to take on by themselves. So we've got somebody that's dedicated to doing just that. And then we can also help with rent and utilities sometimes with victims when they're trying to get out and, and get into their own place. Yeah. Um, so the, and then therapy and support groups. Yeah. It's all these things you don't think about that are impactful that need to need to be provided. That's, that's interesting. Uh, we'll come back around, of course, which I, we, we like to just kind of visit with everybody for a couple of minutes off the top here. Uh, and again, we'll go to Shane next because Lisa didn't want to go first or second. <laughs> so, hey, I never said anything about second. <laughs> uh, Shane, tell us a little bit about Northwest Georgia Coaching. I went to your website briefly. It looks very interesting. What do you guys do? Okay, what we do there is offer hypnotherapy services, coaching services, um, I opened the office about three years ago now, and what I do is provide, I teach people how to reprogram the unconscious mind using the power of visualization through hypnosis. Um, I educate folks on hypnosis and what it is and what it's not. It's not like what we see on TV and yeah, movies. It's not a nightclub act. Right, right. or a stage hypnotist show. That yeah. makes for great entertainment, right. but... Uh, I actually have some clients that have come in. One lady in particular, she was really nervous with the first meeting, and she leaned across the desk. She's like, are you going to make me cluck like a chicken? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm only if you want me to. Yeah. So this is this is people who are looking for stress relief or how to quit smoking or to lose weight. It's, you're wanting to help them in those things, right? Yes, yes. Well, yeah. um, my, I specialize in stress and anxiety relief. I work with other folks, though, that want to stop smoking or want to change bad habits and incorporate new habits. And we also work with... Uh, students that are like with test anxiety and help relieve that and with finals week coming up you know we've, we've been busy with that uh, or athletes or academics that are are high on their game but they want to improve more we can work with them as well what about stage fright for podcasts yes How's stage that? fright professional yeah. Anxiety? <laughs> yes uh, yeah we, we work with that to help with stage fright as well Okay, well, can you can you do something with Lisa right now? <laughs> yeah. Take a few deep breaths. <laughs> uh, okay, Lisa, you're up. I see. I'm used to being outside in nature, relieving stress and all my anxiety. I'm in a little room right now. It's yeah. a little different environment. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, well, if you could just uh, tell us a little bit about Kingston Downs for those who don't know. Yes, absolutely. So Kingston Downs is essentially an outdoor destination for recreation and an event venue. So we got about 5,000 acres of land. Uh, it's essentially a playground for people and outdoor enthusiasts for all walks of life. Um, just to get out and enjoy hiking, mountain biking. You know, there's seven miles of riverfront on the Etowah River. So people can either walk alongside the river. They can kayak, stand up paddleboard. You can get married by the river. You can have your next business meeting by the river. Um we have several different large-scale events, too. So music festivals, all sorts of stuff. So like corporate retreats? Yes, sir. Uh, weddings? Yep. Uh, divorces? No. Uh, <laughs> maybe divorce therapy. We have some lovely cottages people can retreat to. So, so it's, so it's um, you know, people come rent a cottage? Yep. So we have three curated cottages on the, on the grounds. Okay. And then coming at the end of the summer, we're going to have six glamping sites. So super excited about that. All right, define glamping. <laughs> so it's not camping, right? But it's not a you know cottage in the woods. Um, they are safari tents. 
So double walled. They got platforms raised from the ground, fully furnished. Uh, it's a smush of glamorous camping. <laughs> you got <laughs> it. Uh, power. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so what about what about day visits? Is, what what are, how does this work? Yeah. So currently we're not open to the public. Okay. Um, but in times to come, we will be expanding and opening the property for events, um, whether that's day hikes, uh, in-house events, that sort of thing. So you you target specifically large groups or not necessarily. Okay. No. So prior to, I would say 2017, Kingston Downs was well known for the Atlanta steeplechase. Sure. Um, but now going forward, we really are hoping to do a mix of small events as well as big events. So this coming fall, I don't know if you've heard, we have a huge music festival called Imagine Fest. Okay. Um, up to like 30,000 people will be on the grounds. So it can be super large scale, like the Imagine Festival, or it could be a group of 12 coming to stay in the cottages with their family and friends. And how long have you been there? What's, what's your background? I've been there since February, hence why I'm nervous, because I'm representing an amazing family who has been working at you know making this vision come to life for a number of years. Um, I actually reached out to Thomas when I first moved here from Minnesota back in February. And I said, Hey, I, I work in the travel industry. I'm super passionate about nature. You know, I have some ideas of places that I want to plug into. I want to get involved with the chamber. And he's like, you got to find a back door. Um, and I'm like, well, cause I, I'm not my own entity. So what is that going to be? And I reached out to Stan and Marie, who are the owners of Kingston Downs and said, how can we work together? I come from the short-term rental industry. I have a background in event management. You know, I see that you do events. You have lovely accommodations on site. How can we work together to grow your company? Um, and then here I am. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Making it work. See, look at Thomas making suggestions and connections. Way to go, Thomas. Well, uh, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lynn and Claudia, what is, what is y'all's background? How did y'all get involved at Hospitality House? Oh, I started with Hospitality Hospitality House back in 2000. I was there for eight years. I ran the agency, and then I moved to North Carolina until 2017. And so I came back to Rome. This position became available. It was my first agency, and so I came home. (laughs) Are you from Rome originally? No, I went to Berry College and stayed. I'm one of those Yankees that came and didn't leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yankee specifically from where? Western Mass. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're probably a Patriots fan, right? Yeah? Red Sox, oh my gosh. Uh, Claudia? Uh, so I'm originally from Rome. Uh, Way to go, Claudia. I, I never left. I tried to, but, you know, it's just like when you start growing older, you're like, no, Rome's home, and I love it here. So um, I have, have like a background in public health, so I did a food and nutrition program with UGA Extension for a little bit. Um, so I've been in that spectrum and, um, I was like, I think I want to go into this and bring my background and, um, the public, um, health to teaching people on healthy relationships and just doing the whole prevention, um, stuff with the public and our community. So that's how I ended up here. 
yeah. right? And stay, you know, there's no yeah. need to move. As we see, you know, people are coming back anyway. So Lisa is originally from here too. So, you know, people love it so much. You can save so much money, just use it on travel, you know? <laughs> Don't do the whole moving truck thing, just stay. <laughs> That's why my sister and I figure out the whole, um, the secret to staying in Rome. I'm like, okay, we can just go away for like a week and then come back. And it would be good, you know? <laughs> yeah, you should go clamping. Yes. <laughs> I knew what that meant. <laughs> Claudia mentioned the prevention programming that she does. I encourage you, anybody to check out our Instagram and our Facebook. The healthy relationship programming that she does is amazing. And if we're ever going to eliminate violence in relationships, that's, that's the key, is reaching out to the younger people and letting people know what they should expect in an intimate relationship and and what's not okay. Yeah, that's, I was, I was going to say, obviously you guys are, this must be a labor of love for you because, because, you know, some people just have jobs, but obviously this is something that's very important to you. What is the most important message you can get out there if you had to, uh, uh, to, to tell people what to do? There's help. And even if you're not ready to leave, even if you don't know if you want to leave, but if you're in a violent relationship or you feel unsafe in your relationship, reach out. We have a 24-hour crisis line at 706-235-HOPE. There's advocates answer the phone 24-7-365. Our shelter's open 24-7-365. Um, there's no reason to stay in a place or you stay in a, in a relationship where you don't feel safe. That's number right. one. Right. Uh, Shane, where are you from originally? I'm from here in Rome. Okay. And so you stayed here forever? We have. We've got family in different areas. We've traveled around, but Rome is home. Okay, and what, what, how did you get into this line of work? It's very intriguing. You don't meet many two people, who, you don't meet many people who can hypnotize. Right. It, it started when I was probably 12 or 13. I came across a book from a fellow named Tony Robbins. I don't know how many are familiar, but there may the, be the, several the, listeners. The motivational but, speaker. Right, right. Yeah. And so, Part of that book had a, a chapter in it on NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, and it is a form of hypnosis that was developed by uh, two, two guys, uh, Richard Bandler and John Grinder. And what they did is they went and observed several therapists that were tops in their field. They, rep uh, they, they modeled... Uh, Virginia Satir, who was a family therapist. They modeled Milton Erickson, who is known as the father of modern hypnotherapy, and uh, Fritz Perl, who was the creator of Gestalt therapy. And they broke down what they did and created the language patterns because these therapists is like, we get these tremendous results, but we have no idea how we're doing it because we're in the process and you can't see what's happening when you're in the process. So these guys watched them, modeled them, and created neuro-linguistic programming and modeled the the one that I took to heart most was Milton Erickson, who is the father of what we know now as modern hypnotherapy. He was a medical doctor and a psychologist on top of a hypnotist. Um, but what they did is broke down those language patterns because that's all hypnosis is, is, is communication. It's communication with the unconscious mind. Our conscious mind can only process about seven bits of information, plus or minus two at any given time. Our unconscious mind is processing millions of bits of information per second. It's controlling our heartbeat, our blink rate, our breath rate, without us having to do anything consciously to think about it. And so when we can tap into that resource that we've been given by our creator, 
to reach and use that resource to make changes. Those changes are easier to make, and they're permanent changes when we do that. So we mentioned stress. We mentioned cigarette smoking. What are some other things where you can help that we may not even think, oh, hypnotherapy would be a great solution? Right. So I've had the opportunity since opening the office here to work with a Juilliard-trained cellist to help with their performance. To They're on top of their game, but they know that there's still room for improvement. So I've worked with them to help them visualize their performance. Um, with the power of visualization, the Olympic athletes, when they're in a place where they can't train physically for the events, they've incorporated this visualization process because our minds don't, our unconscious mind can't tell the difference between imagination and reality. Our body reacts the same way. Um, just for a, a quick example, if you close your eyes and imagine in a you're in a kitchen and it's a pristine kitchen and there's a bowl of lemons on the the counter. Anybody that wants to follow along can do this. Just close your eyes and imagine those lemons there on the counter. I'm scared to close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely safe. Yeah. <laughs> but imagining those lemons there, that bowl, those nice yellow juicy lemons there and you're going along and you pull the plumpest juiciest lemon out of that bowl then you take a knife and you slice into it and you smell the citrus in the room as it fills the room you feel the juices flow from the lemon and you slice that lemon again and slice it one more time as those juices flow and you're smelling that citrus now you take that lemon wedge and you put it up to your mouth and take a great big bite of that lemon now, how many are salivating right now? Wow. That, where's the lemon? <laughs> yeah. It's not here. It doesn't exist anywhere but in our mind. But yet, that's the power of the mind-body connection. Wow. Wow. It would have been better for me with ice cream, but a lemon's fine. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lemon works great. Okay. Um, wow. What's very interesting, it's funny, back in the 90s, I can remember, I'm a, I'm a sports fan, John Smoltz, a pitcher for the Braves, who is now in the Hall of Fame, was having some issues with uh, his performance or whatever and met with a sports psychologist is the first time I'd ever heard about that and that you know it wasn't something they did privately they talked about it publicly and um, his performance improved and he's you know he's in the hall of fame he was probably going to be in the hall of fame anyway but it helped him improve his performance uh, exactly. I, I don't know what you know what exactly happened but it's it's just interesting how how that all works I also saw on your list on your website phobia you cure phobias Yes, and, I, which I, is I, interesting because we were talking about snakes the other day, yeah. and you know, well, you especially in the outdoors. You, you know, you don't like snakes, snow. Lisa. Yeah. You work well, you work outdoors know, on five thousand acres. I, I know, right? <laughs> and I've been exploring all the trails, and I'll tell you. When I first moved here, I was in Atlanta and I was hiking through the city, okay, in like a state park or something. I saw the hugest black snake just right in front of me. It was longer than my body. And I've been terrified since. And I was hiking on one of our trails. And I, I called my partner and I said, I think there's probably snakes out here. I see all these little holes in the ground. And I love nature. I'm not scared of nature. But snakes? <laughs> and sure enough, within five minutes, the snake went right in front of me and into the river. And oh, yeah, That's our first it's connection. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and so, But you were going to talk about phobias. Is, is that something you can work 
It is. <laughs> we, I have a protocol that's called the fast phobia cure, and I can work with someone, fear of heights, fear of snakes, fear of spiders, fear of public speaking, which is actually one of the biggest fears, probably the greatest fear. They say on a list of fears that fear of public speaking is above the fear of dying. So the person that's giving the eulogy is more afraid than the person <laughs> in the <laughs> casket. So. Oh, he's here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> Uh, that's, um, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, of heights, uh, or I'm not, uh, flying heights, but, mm. uh, anyway, Thomas, you had mentioned, wait, you from Minnesota, but yeah. are you from Rome originally? Yep. Okay. So it's been gone for about 14 years. Okay. So why'd you leave and why'd you come back? Well, <laughs> I left to go to college. So it's funny. You came here to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was actually born in Minnesota. Moved to Rome, Georgia when I was five. Grew up here, like kindergarten through my senior year of high school. Went to college. My dad lived there. Oh, I could tell you my whole family history. But anyways, <laughs> family called me back here. So that's what brought me back home. Were you still saying Minnesota? Yes. With, with a little bit of soda. I've been getting made fun for my accent my entire <laughs> life. When I'm there, I get told I have a Southern accent when I'm down here, I'm told I talk like a Yankee. So I can't win. Well, I don't consider the Midwest Yankee. Midwest is Midwest, right? Yeah. Aren't those usually the radio broadcasters? Aren't they usually uh, sought out for TV gigs and radio people from the Midwest? Oh, because, because they have no accent. Right. Or, or I don't know. I never thought about that. Um, so, okay, back around, I, I, I'm digressing here. I got so down in the weeds on snakes and phobias and everything. Um, so if people wanted to participate at Kingston Downs, what can yeah. they do? What, what do they reach out to you? You have a website. What do you do? Yeah. So we have a website. Um, we're also listed on a booking platform, Airbnb. So we encourage people to come stay on property in one of the cottages and soon in the glamping sites. Um, while they're on the property, they can choose to hike at their leisure. Uh, we have a variety of experiences from skeet shooting to uh, paddling down the river to fly fishing um, to yoga, whatever they prefer. And I saw a hot tub that you have to yes. heat yourself or something? No, like? no, 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 that, no, no. I, we're not. Okay. It's not that rustic. Okay, I thought it was like connected <laughs> to like a... <laughs> no, we, we do have a wood barrel hot tub in the woods. So super picturesque under some bistro lights. And how do you, where do you, like, where are people from that come? Are they just from Northwest Georgia or do people come from all over? All over. And how do they hear about it? What do you do to market yourself uh, beyond the Northwest Georgia footprint? Obviously, you like the the steeplechase, you know, people heard about it and people came from all over. But yeah. how, how do you get the word out about who you are? We're currently building a lot of partnerships. So some Atlanta-based partners. We also work with outfitters. So we work um, with an outfitter in Blue Ridge for our fly fishing, um, as well as a lot of social media outreach. Gotcha. So do you work f Do you work for Kingston Downs as like an employee or you have your own business and you provide services for mm -hmm. them? Started that way. Okay. So I started out as a contractor advising them in the areas of hospitality and events. And I have now scaled to work for them. Time. Gotcha. So it, 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 this connectivity, this chamber stuff, it, <laughs> you know, you, you call the right guy. It works. <laughs> um, Claudia, Lynn, what do you guys need? Um, to, what, what can our, what can our listeners do to, to help? Support. Yeah. Um, obviously we rely on donations to run. We, um, it, 
We have a thrift store as well. Um, you can donate your clothes, gently used furniture, any household item, lamps, um, things like that. We take donations Tuesdays through Saturday, and it's in West Rome, where the IGA used to be, where um, Ace Hardware is about to open up. We're in that shopping center. So th- that's a good way to support is to donate your gently used clothes and furniture to our thrift store. All the proceeds from the thrift store go to support the shelter. And also we have a voucher system with all the other nonprofits where if they've got somebody that needs clothes, shoes, jackets, they can give them a voucher. And so we don't charge the community for those those items. And how do how do the, the women who need your services connect with you? How do they reach out to you and, and find a place at the shelter? Um, sometimes it's word of mouth. Somebody else who's coming to the shelter will tell them you should call Hospitality House. Sometimes it's people that know about us because of the store. Um, law enforcement is one of our biggest referral sources. They go out, you know, now when one gets called, there's an incident. They tell the victims about our program and then social services as well. Um, defects, social workers, hospital, social workers. But, uh, excuse my ignorance. What are the root causes of this? Why is Why does this still happen? <laughs> that's a societal question. That's it's, probably very, yeah. very big. Cause right now the, there's this Hollywood trial of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp going on yeah. that's making all these headlines, but why, why does this still happen? It's generational. Um, it's a lot of times it's what you, you what you grew up in, and so you end up back in the middle of it. Um, domestic violence isn't about violence. It's about power and control. It's about one person's need to control the people in their house. Like the people that batter their families don't assault their neighbors. Typically, they don't fight their bosses. They don't get in trouble for fighting out in the community. They are using violence to control the person that they want to control. Um, so how do we solve it? Prevention. I've, if I had my way, we would be in every preschool in the county, um, talking about not violence, but healthy relationships, what respects look like, what respect looks like, what boundaries look like, those kind of things. Um, so, you know, in training, um, we talk a lot about if we, if we were to live in a perfect world, we would live where everyone knew what unhealthy looks like in every aspect, because I, we do focus a lot on domestic violence, intimate partner domestic violence, but all the healthy habits that we create all around us affects. And how, how do we differentiate if someone's talking to me, are they talking down to me? Or are we arguing? Is this going to scale to the next level? What are the mechanisms that start the argument? Um, so like teaching those healthy, because there is healthy conflict. You know, in a normal relationship, any kind of relationship, but specifically talking about an intimate partner relationship, there is healthy conflicts because not all of us have the same ideas, um, have the same, I don't know, thoughts, and we don't see eye to eye. So that is a part of a relationship. But what, what, what is it or when is it violence or when is it unhealthy? Um so again, I think I would really would like, um, I mean, my vision is to be in every single business and talking to like the staff about unhealthy relationships, um, talking to the schools and, you know, like down and going towards our kids. Because now with social media, we see it a lot. I mean, I've talked to teens for the past year. And one of the things that I was blown away, I don't know, because I'm older and I see things different. <laughs> um, they share social media passwords. Uh, they don't see anything wrong with it. 
um, location. Um, let's just share where we at. I don't know. It's just little things that can escalate. Again, is that mechanism of learning those bad habits that we just go into our adult life and we don't think anything about it. So it's prevention is something that you would love to get, get done, uh, but that is an uphill battle because it's generational. But what it, what is a success story? What what's what's the what's? Oh, it's, it's that's the only thing that I've been doing this for really long time now <laughs> yeah. that that's the only thing that keeps you going when somebody comes in and they want to find a better way for themselves and, and maybe they have kids with them and they actually use the services they get therapy they do that trauma healing and then they go start and and have a life that's not violent so they respect themselves enough to demand that people treat them in a, in a respectful manner and if somebody doesn't they remove themselves so th- if we could get that message to everyone that's in that situation, you deserve better. Like you, you don't deserve to be treated that way. And you have to believe that and own that in order. And so that happens every day. Thank goodness. Cause it would be really hard to do this work if we didn't have successes. Okay. And that's the bridge also to Shane. Uh, Cause he, he's basically a prevention uh, expert, right? So if you, if you would step in before, you know, everything you know, escalates. Right, exactly. Uh, we wouldn't need uh, your services, uh, and but you know, even if it if you're there, Shane probably could could help you because you mentioned um, healthy habits, you know, or teaching healthy conflicts. And um, on your website, you actually uh, talked about unlearn old habits. Yes. So um, that's the perfect bridge. And um, you know, we never plan these meetings, but it's always funny how how we you know, can connect you guys. And this is not just like a business decision. This is like, um, you know, a decision um, to make this community great. And, you know, this is, you know, um, you know, the perfect example how, how we can work together. Exactly. Things like that. Um, so you, you, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but maybe specificity. Do you need, do you guys need volunteers? Do you need money? What do you need? You need, you, you've, you said clothing, you know, things like that, but what else do you need? Okay, so we do need, or we're always based on volunteers because our workforce is very small. Our team is very small. So everything we do is with volunteers. So the thrift store um, basically runs on volunteers along with some staff as well. Shout out to Georgia, by the way. Yes. 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 She's a rock star. Yes, she is a rock star. She's been there for since it started. Georgia came, the agency was established in 1978 and opened its doors. She came on the board, I think, a year later, and she's been on it the entire time. She's never come off. She opened the thrift store pretty much single-handedly with a few other um, board members, and she's at that store twice a week working her, very hard, and um, it, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for her. So. Yeah. Um, and you can always go on our website and find volunteer. We have a form where you fill out in you can volunteer from helping me doing prevention to being at the thrift store. Um, we are also, I'm excited, um, trying to start in, in a mix working, um, starting a Spanish support group. Um, so, you know, having volunteers for that to get that started, because like I always say, I don't want it to be Claudia's support group, hospitality, but I do think that needs to be volunteer based so we can, grow and continue even if I'm not here, which I'm not leaving. I'm staying. Um, but it's just like I, I want it to be sustainable for the future. 
And uh, contact information, what is the website? Um, hospitalityhouse.com. It's hospitalityhouseforwomen.org. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also our Facebook page has all of the contact information if anybody's interested. Um, get some unique volunteer opportunities with us. One of our interns just set up an Etsy store. So now she's got that for her resume. She's done online sales. So, um, yeah, there's if, whatever your interest is, we can find a way to plug you in. And not only that, but along with the thrift store, we also have a thrift van. So we're mobile now. Uh, one of our very well, um, interns actually started that. So they have been doing prevention and raising money at the same time on campus. Um, so it has been a huge success this semester on Barry campus. Um, now we have extended our thrift van to the community. So there is a lot of volunteer opportunity there as well. Okay, great. Uh, Shane, how can people reach out to you and get your services? Okay, they can find me on online at northwestgeorgiacoaching.com. Uh, there on the website, I have a, a link at the top of the page where if they want to explore their options of how hypnotherapy can help them, I have a free strategy session that they can book. It, they can find the time and the day that works best for them on my website, schedule it, and I can work with folks either in the office or through Zoom call. I've worked with folks in New York City. I've worked with folks from Colorado back here in Georgia. Uh, I've worked with folks around the globe through Zoom. Because once their eyes are closed, I don't have to be in the room with them. It doesn't matter. So that's interesting. So what is your training? How, what, is, what, what, what educational path did you pursue to be what you are today? Okay, well, it started, I started in ministry 30-plus years ago. I have a master's and a doctorate in ministry and biblical counseling. I tell all of my clients, though I have a doctorate, I am not a medical doctor. I do not treat, diagnose, or prescribe anything, uh, but I am a unconscious coach. And so working as a pastor and a missionary uh, for 30 plus years, working with people, this was just the next logical step to go in that to be more specific. Because when I'm pastoring, I'm working, you know, with a large group of people. This way I can do more one-on-one work with them. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Lisa, uh, contact information for Kingston Downs, and how can people find out more and and come visit and things like that? Yes, please come visit. Uh, Come to the website, www.kingstondowns.com. We do property tours, so please come schedule one. Come look at the cottages, the accommodations, um, the event venue. Uh, There's a booking link on our website, so you can go on there. You can look at the inside of all of our accommodations. You can view all the different experiences that we offer. Follow us on social media. It's just Kingston Downs, easy to find. Um, and really, we we encourage you to you know book a stay on the property. Five thousand acres, you almost forget you're in Rome, Georgia. Right, and this is to Generation Instagram. If you're really looking for a Instagrammable Instagrammable experience, you know, if you want to have that, uh, you know, go to Kingston Downs. We got and, you covered. Yeah. Lots of uh, scenic shots. Absolutely. What about TikToking there, Thomas? Since you're our TikTok expert, that's coming up in in the fall. You know that huge Imagine Festival. Uh, it's <laughs> like it's like Woodstock for you know uh, techno music. So, yeah, um, yeah. do we know who's so, going to be there yet at Imagine Fest? Can I mean, do you have any specifics? Or what do you mean by who? <laughs> what do you mean by who? Uh, well, like lineup? I guess lineup. Oh, lineup? oh yeah. There's a lineup. Yeah. 
do I know all of them? No. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> You're what asking a we- the wrong guy. That's what a website is for. But yes. But I, 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 I followed that festival now, and uh, I think the headliner as of now is a, a group called Excelsis, a DJ. Okay. Canadian DJ. Thomas is probably right. Yes. But yes, go to their Instagram. They have the lineup posted. They even have Spotify playlists. If you want to listen, get a preview, go for it. Go for it. Uh, okay, Thomas, any final thoughts? Well, great group. Again, uh, you know, we were talk lots of um, overlapping uh, um, possibilities here. Um, we talked about hospitality. We have two groups here, hospitality, therapy. Everything is therapy, you know, self-care. Uh, you're all into self-care, really, you know, uh, if, you, if you look, look, look at that angle. Um, so uh, thank you, everyone. Um, being here with me in, in my last show. Yeah, Thomas, you know? we're going to miss you, man. What yeah. the heck? And, you know, I got to close, like always, with, with a quote. And, you know. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Thomas usually has a quotation that is profound. Right. Uh, and sometimes it's from Elvis Presley because I'm an Elvis fan. Uh, a, but I don't know what he's got for us today. And, of course, you know, <laughs> since it's, it's the last, my last show with you, I, I, I you know, was dugging deep. What do you get? In my quote uh, box, um, I found uh, a quote or two li- a two liner from um, from his song "The Last Farewell," Elvis Presley. Uh oh, I don't know this one. <laughs> so you just you know just take the anal- an analogy to Rome. You know, I shall smell again the fragrance of these islands and the heaving wa- waves that brought me once to thee. Ah, oh. <laughs> so, so, so we shall see again. It's very apropos. <laughs> But you're staying in Rome, right? You, you, staying in Rome, yes. Uh, and and uh, for those that, because you're so ingrained in the community and have met so many people and created so many connections yourself, but you're connected. Every time you see you on social media, you and your family are out doing something in town or you're here, there, this event, that event. So it's good to know you'll still be in town. Thank you. Uh, okay. Well, got, goodbye, Thomas. Good luck. Goodbye. Godspeed, as they say. And thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus. Thank you so much for listening.